Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi there, everyone. Curly hair. It's a learning experience, isn't it? With the weather changes, with product changes, with our hormones and our health, with our hydration level, we want good hair days all the time, but the fact of the matter is that it can be a real struggle. And I myself have been on quite an adventure with curly hair and learning more about it, even since the last year. A year ago, I told you at Ask Wardy 116 the best way to care for curly hair, using safe and non-toxic products and going through all the methods. Well, I have learned so much in the last year with additional techniques and methods with products that I'm coming out today with this update to Ask Wardy 116. And this is really in response to not only my own journey and the stuff that I've learned in the last year, but also because so many of you have asked me for an update. So that's what today is. And to either start fresh or to refresh yourself on what I shared in the original Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv episode 116. It's really important that you do watch that if you have curly hair or know somebody that has curly hair because there's so much I talked about there that is accurate and so foundationally important to caring for curly hair. And one of the biggest things really is to know your porosity. Your porosity has to do with how absorbent each of your hair shafts is. Low porosity is a very smooth hair shaft that does not absorb product very well and products can easily build up. On the other end of the spectrum, you have high porosity hair that is coarse and open to absorbing um, product, even bad things. And so if you know your hair's porosity, then you can choose the right products for you and you can better um, adjust the different techniques. So like I watch hair care videos, how to care for curly hair, and when somebody tells me they're using a certain product or they show me like all the different products or they tell me they have high porosity hair, for instance, and so I get this idea that, oh, their hair is completely opposite to mine, so I'm not sure their stuff's really gonna apply to me because I have low porosity hair. My hair does not absorb very much. It's a very smooth shaft and it's very hard to get stuff in. And so if I use a lot of products or heavy products, they just build up and make my hair heavy, flat, and not very good and feel greasy and really built up. So it's really, really important that you know this. So do go back to watch the original video of this episode. This new video and the old one are both gonna be at askwardy.tv episode 116 to learn about porosity, to learn about your curl type because that is the foundation for evaluating anything you could possibly try in terms of technique or product on your hair to get the right results. And I do want to point out something I didn't mention then about porosity, which is a lot of companies or representatives of companies, products, they don't say low porosity, high porosity, medium porosity on their um, products. So you might be like, well, that sounds interesting. It sounds great, but I have... I'll just use my example. I have low porosity hair, but your products aren't telling me whether it's good for me or not. Well, I have learned a trick 
And that is that a lot of products out there might say light to medium. They might say norm, all hair types, normal hair. They might say uh, coarse or dry hair. And these are clues because low porosity corresponds to light. Medium porosity corresponds to like normal hair or all hair types. And high porosity corresponds to coarse or dry or um, damaged or you know hair that really needs moisture. Now all hair needs moisture, all hair needs volume, but those terms can kind of help you when you're looking at products. So if you see a product that says for light to medium hair, that means if you have low porosity to uh, medium porosity, that product's likely going to help you. If the product says for coarse or very dry hair and you have high porosity, then that product very well could work for you. Just a little trick I've learned to help me kind of navigate because I've tried a lot of things in the last year and uh, not always do they give me answers in terms of porosity. So the original episode talks more about porosity. I also talk about the curly girl method. I also talked about tools and things like your diffuser and your silk pillowcase and your microfiber towel. So I'm not gonna go over all those things. If you're not familiar already, a lot of those things have not changed. In this episode, I'm simply gonna be adding some information and telling you about the products that I'm now using that I love. It's been a real journey for me over the last year. My hair has continued to get better and heal. I've had products stop working for me. I've had to find other products. I've just learned some things, and so that's what I'm gonna focus on in this update video. So let's start with products, because that's kind of one of the biggest challenges, let's say, of the last year, is finding the right products. Um, as I shared with you in the original Ask Wardy 116, I have high standards for the products that I use on my skin and my hair, not just the stuff that we eat. We want them to be clean and non-toxic. And so in that episode, I shared that my daughters and I were using Shea Moisture products. They rate fairly cleanly on EWG, which is Environmental Working Group's Skin Deep database, where you can see the toxicity rating of not only ingredients, but also products. And the Shea Moisture worked for a time though, but I ended up with kind of frizzy, not well moisturized, just hair that just didn't look very good. I was having more bad hair days than good days, so I really wasn't happy with Shea Moisture after uh, probably four or five months. And I really didn't know what else to try. People were talking about how Diva Curl was fantastic for curls. And so just sort of as an experiment, I tried Diva Curl. I knew that they were not as safe in terms of toxicity, but I felt that I just, in terms of research, wanted to try it. And I got some good results initially, but then they weren't working either. That was kind of good news because then I wasn't stuck using these products that like they were super awesome for my hair, but I couldn't stand to use them because they weren't safe. So that was fine with me that they weren't. Then I was getting my about yearly diva cut from our hairstylist and she told me about these products, Innersense, and they are pretty clean actually. They smell great, and what was neat about Innersense was on the products they say for light to medium hair, and they have another line, but I specifically tried for light to medium hair line, and I really liked them. They were clean. I thought they worked pretty well, but I wasn't completely happy because of frizz and volume and also hydration. I just didn't think it was quite perfect, so I was at a loss <laughs> again because I feel like it shouldn't be this hard to get hair care right, right? 
But then again, I know that I have fairly high standards for my hair care. Not only do the products have to be safe and non-toxic, but I think my hair is a little bit difficult in the sense that this low porosity means that my hair chefs just do not absorb product. If I use even the slightest bit too much, too heavy of anything, it just sits on top, weighs it down, and then I feel greasy or build up or it doesn't feel soft, it feels stiff um, or just like there's stuff on it. And so I need volume, I need hydration, I need it to be lightweight and not built up, I need shine, I want individual curls and bounce, and um, it just seemed like, oh my goodness, am I ever going to find all these qualities in a hair care line? And then a very sweet lady reached out to me um, via email and she said, Wardy, have you tried Monate products? And I said, no, I haven't, and I'd be willing to try because I looked them up and I felt that they were a clean hair care line and the testimonials are amazing. You see curly hair testimonials and other testimonials where the before and after photos are just amazing what they've done. And so I said, yes, I'd be willing to try. I'm not happy with what I'm using right now. And so she sent me some samples. I tried them. And I initially felt more hydrated and felt pretty good, so I made a purchase. And from there started some more struggles, to be honest. And the reason was that I chose the wrong Monate products for me. Monate has a number of different lines, or you might call them systems, so they've got really hydrating, really smoothing, really volumizing. And my hair just felt really bad. So I was kind of confused. What does my hair need? The products I'd been using weren't working very well, so I felt like my hair was, I mean, it didn't have split ends, um, but I don't feel it was well hydrated. I thought it was frizzy and I thought it didn't have enough volume. So what do I need? So I tried several of the Monate lines one by one. First, I thought, okay, my issue is frizz. So I tried the smoothing line and the smoothing line just completely flattened my hair. <laughs> um, it was very smooth, <laughs> but because my hair is light, it's fine. It was just way too, just way too smoothing. I lost my curl. I just turned into these waves. And thankfully, Monet has a 30-day guarantee, so I returned those. And I tried another line because I thought, okay, let me try um, hydration because my hair is dry. And maybe if I don't use the smoothing, I'll still have my curl if I hi just hydrate better. So I tried the uh, Super Nourish line of shampoo and conditioner. And while my hair felt better hydrated, absolutely, again, it was just too heavy. It was way too moisturizing, especially on my light, fine hair, because I have low porosity, remember? So it all just sat on top. <laughs> so I returned those. Again, Monate has the 30-day guarantee. And I think even though it takes some time for your hair to heal, and you may need to spend like weeks or months with products, I think there's that initial like you try it and you love it or don't like it. And with the two lines I tried with Monate, I tried them and I kind of knew right away that these aren't the right ones for me, but yet I kept seeing these amazing testimonials of what the products could do, and I knew I hadn't tried all their different um, shampoo and conditioner lines, so even though I felt admittedly ready to throw in the towel, I decided I'll try again. Remember I told you I had the frizz issue, I had the hydration issue, and I had the volume issue. I wanted bouncy volume you know, in my hair. And so then the next line I tried, third time's the charm, was the volume products. And so specifically, the Volumizing Revive Shampoo and the Volumizing Revitalize Conditioner. I gave these two a try and I knew immediately after the first wash and condition that they were perfect for me because I got light hydration, so enough hydration for my light hair not to wear it down, 
weigh it down, but I also got all this volume. And what I saw that I have never seen before with any products is that I actually had volume from my hair coming out of like the crown of my head. My, I had curls coming like this. So it was obvious to me from the very first wash and condition that I got the hydration I need, but I did not get too much and I got like this volumizing effect. My hair just had more volume and bounce. So it wasn't heavier weighted down, it was soft, and I had all this volume. Uh, so I was like, wow. Actually, I was like, praise the Lord, I finally found something. I finally found the products. And so it's been a total now of going on three months that I've used Monate products. Not the volume line the whole time, but even though I tried those other lines, I think that even though they were too heavy, they actually gave me some moisturizing that I needed to recover from prior. So in a nutshell, I'm very happy with the Monate products. It took some trial and error to find the right ones for me, and so I would encourage any of you, if you're interested in Monate, that you be willing to try that. They actually have a hair quiz on the website, and here's a link for you, tradcookschool.com slash hair care, all one word. So you go through a quiz. I went through the quiz, though, and I ended up with the two different lines that didn't work for me. So I think, you know, maybe it's not always going to work for people. So be willing to try. And also I want to say that even though I knew immediately with that first wash and condition of the right products that they were right for me, in the last month or so of using them regularly, my hair has continued to get better. And I know if I come back and update this episode in another year from now, I'll have even more improvements because we're all working around seasons, weather, hormones, nutrition, hydration, as well as products. And our hair is this, if you want to call it an organ, we have to care for. And so it has its cycles and it's affected by the weather and whatnot. So we're all, we always have to learn and try things. And since I'm in love with Monate products, I want to make sure you know where to shop. So you go to tradcookschool.com slash Monate, M-O-N-A-T. Also, keep watching, listening, or reading this episode because at the end, I'm going to share the best way to do that so you can ensure you get the best price and kind of VIP perks. Okay, so before I move on to other tips, I'll just tell you how I use these. So I, I basically follow Monate's recommendations. And because I have low porosity hair, I do wash it every day. I hope that my hair will continue to get better and better over time so that I can go back to what I used to be able to do when I was very young, which is skip wash days, but I'm not there yet. I think I'm getting close because I've actually had a couple in the past week, but my hair is actually best if I wash you know, everything off every day because of low porosity. I don't think it's a fault of the products. I think it's just that stuff sits on my hair so it's not as good the second day. So I follow their recommendations and I wash twice with the shampoo. And it's really important every time you wash that you let it sit on your hair for a minute or two. So just do other things in the shower while it's sitting, rinse it, then add some more, let it sit, and rinse it off again. And then the volumizing revitalized conditioner, I put it on and I actually like shave or do other things so it can sit on my hair for five or 10 minutes before rinsing off. So very simple routine with the shampoo and conditioner. I'm gonna keep it pretty simple talking about this step or other steps, just because I don't think this episode is the exact place for me to show you my whole routine. Plus my routine is probably gonna change because I still play with things. But if you are interested in seeing a hair care routine, I'd be happy to share in the future. Just let me know. I could go more in depth and I could show you all the steps. Okay, so some other things I've learned. One of them is clarifying. This is so interesting. I learned this by going to our stylist because you go for a haircut, at least with her, Haley, 
And you're like, wow, my hair feels so good. And the last time I was there, she said, well, yeah, that's because I do a clarifying step on all my clients when they come in because people have so much buildup and whatever. And she said, yours is actually not that bad, um, but some people have so much gunk. And that's why they come out of the stylist and they, their hair is like, whoa, it's not just the cut. It's actually that she, well, she, I don't know if everybody does, but she does a clarifying step. And this clarifying shampoo, and this one is from Monate, um, and it's very clean on EWG, by the way. This clarifying shampoo will remove product buildup, hard water buildup, anything that's gunking up your hair, it will remove. And so you get like this just lift to your hair every time you do it. Now, you don't want to do it too often because your hair doesn't need to be stripped that often. It takes time for stuff to build up, and so you don't want to um, like take too much off, especially you know necessary moisture. So she recommends once a, once a month. This is my stylist. I think that could vary from person to person. Currently, I'm using it a little more often, and I think that's because I have low porosity hair that it benefits from being deeply cleansed more often. But I recommend this now, and I love it. I think this just basically is like a reset for my hair every time I do it, and my hair feels so much more soft. It gets more volume, more shine, just to strip off all the gunk. Although Haley said once a month is what she recommends, she also gave me another tip and she said, anytime you feel like your products have stopped working for you, like you used to get these results and now you use them and it's frizzy or uncontrollable or you know dull, time for a clarifying. So I highly recommend that. I think it's been amazing uh, for my hair to do a clarifying step. How do you do a clarifying step? I do this in the shower before my regular shampoo. So I'll put this on and leave it for a few minutes and then I'll actually do the other two washes with the regular shampoo. So this removes buildup and then this just washes you really clean. And then you would follow with your conditioning step. Next thing to tell you about is a hair oil. This one is from Monate. It's called Rejuvenique Hair Oil and it's a blend of oils and more to, well, it does so much, shine, deep moisturizing, hair balancing and healing. So it's got this dropper. Now, Monet has the regular one for kind of normal to dry hair, which I translate to medium to high porosity hair. And they have this one called Light, which I use because if you have fine, thin, or low porosity hair, you'd wanna use the light version. And this is fantastic to use every so often as a deep treatment on your hair. You can use it up to within 15 minutes of washing. Um, the way I like to do it is the night before. I'll just massage it in my scalp and all over my hair. Just, just keep running through all the strands until I feel like it's all just moisturized, hydrated, oiled up. It's not greasy or oily, like I don't have to worry about my pillowcase or anything. It's very light. And I think the regular one is also the same way. My hair is just better. So I apply it like that, and then the next morning I wash and condition as usual. I would not use a clarifying step. Don't use this if you do the hair oil, because I just think that would defeat the purpose and waste your investment in this wonderful product. I also use this product after I'm done diffusing my hair or, um, or if it's air dried, and I just put the t like one or two drops and I just smooth it where I might have frizz. And I find that it's very light and it doesn't build up or weigh my hair down, but it adds that shine and reduces the frizz where, um, where I might have it from diffusing or weather. <laughs> now let's talk about styling products. And I have not changed since the original Ask Wardy 116. I do 
pretty much all of my styling products in the shower right after shampooing and conditioning and scrunch excess off with the microfiber towel. I do the same order. You go in order of heavy to light, but for me with low porosity, I still can't use very many products. I've experimented, and if I use too many or too heavy, my hair is just not good. So for me, less is more. So curl cream would be a product that I play with a little bit. I use it sometimes, I don't use it other times because I'm still trying to find out if I really like it and what the right amount would be if it's good for me. So Monate has this curl defining cream. I do think it helps with curl defining and I think that if I get the amount right, I like it. So shampoo, condition, scrunch this in, just really scrunch it in and um, I feel like it does help with curl defining and not too heavy unless I put on too much. Having said that, today I didn't use it and I think my hair has more volume because I didn't. So again, this is something that I'm playing with. Next would be gel and I have not changed from my original recommendation. I love the Morocco Method gel. It is light. It doesn't leave you feeling sticky or stiff. Um, it's just a fantastic clean gel. Tradcookschool.com slash gel. This is one product that I've started using from Monate that I, I do really like. And this one actually I apply out of the shower. I've you know done the shampoo, conditioner, curl cream if I'm using it, gel, scrunch dry with the microfiber towel that removes the excess. And then I would put some of this taffy on. And it's this cream and it feels tacky but that goes away, just a tiny amount. You warm it up between your hands, and then my hair is wet at this point, and I scrunch it into the ends. And I might scrunch a little bit at the crown, and I feel like it adds texture without being heavy and without being sticky or stiff, so I do really like this taffy. You can check out any of the Monate products at tradcookschool.com slash Monate, M-O-N-A-T. And I think that if you do have medium to high porosity hair, that you will absolutely love <laughs> the different styling products they have. I just can't go there because it's too much for my hair. For me, less is more. But if you can take more and your hair shafts can absorb more without buildup, then they have awesome products that they get rave reviews, they look awesome when people use them, and I'm still playing with them sometimes just to see if I could get it right for me. But my general principle is less is more if I want to have no buildup, bouncy, shiny hair. So at the end of going through all these products, I think you know that my recommendation is going to be Monate, tradcookschool.com slash Monate. I'm very happy with the cleanliness and the non-toxicity aspect of Monate. I'm very, very happy with the performance. I feel like my hair has never had as much volume, shine, softness, and hydration. And I'm gonna keep playing with different products, and I'm expecting my hair to get even better, but um, after three months of using it, I'm just so, so happy, and I highly recommend it. I'm gonna talk about a couple things, and then I'm gonna tell you at the end of this video how you can purchase it, because I have some deals for you. So really quick, I wanna address this idea of synthetic versus natural ingredients. Because while I've told you that I recommend Monate and I find them to be a clean beauty brand, they do use synthetic products in addition to natural. And it's the same with Beauty Counter, which is the company that I recommend for safe skincare and makeup products. Well, at first glance, 
when you're considering buying products and ingredients are synthetic versus, versus natural, you think, oh, well, natural is better, synthetic is to be avoided. Well, that's not necessarily true because there are natural ingredients that can be very disruptive, can be um, very irritating for people. So if you think about like soy, for instance, that is a natural food that grows. <laughs> a lot of people eat it, but it's extremely disruptive to um, the hormone pathway and especially in women with estrogen. So you know, my opinion is soy is to be avoided ingesting it. And I also don't like it to be, you know, any products I use. Well, that's a natural ingredient. Then on the other hand, if you look at synthetic ingredients, are they necessarily bad? Well, silicone that we use in our kitchens, like for candy molds, or let's say your high powered blender, BPA free plastic, um, container, that's synthetic. Is it bad? No, those are those products are generally regarded as safe when you put your foods in and blend or make your foods and whatnot. So here are two examples or more actually that I've given you of where a natural ingredient is not good and where synthetic tools or equipment in the kitchen are not bad. So I think we need to re rethink this automatic response of it has to be 100% natural. It doesn't need to be 100% natural. What really trumps everything is it needs to be safe. So in my opinion, and my feeling when I'm searching for products is, sure, I want a company to favor natural-based ingredients, and Monate and Beauty Counter that I mentioned earlier do favor natural ingredients, but they won't use something natural if it's an endocrine disruptor or if it irritates your skin or something like that. They will instead find something synthetic that performs the way they want that is safe. So that's my criteria when I look at products is I want it to be safe and non-toxic. One more thing to say is if you do look up a beauty counter or a monate product on EWG's Skin Deep database and you're alarmed that some of the numbers come up higher, and in this case, higher is worse. My experience has been that EWG can't account for everything, first of all, and second, that some of those ratings are based on usage and or concentration. So it's not the whole story and deeper research is needed. And so if I put in something from Monate or Beauty Counter and I see a higher number, I do that research and 10 times out of 10, I find that what EWG has said is not applicable because Monate and Beauty Counter are both committed to safe concentrations and they're safe with their sourcing and they actually don't use the synthetic ingredients like all these run-of-the-mill companies do. They're actually careful with their sourcing and their formulation of the synthetic ingredients so that they're safe. And so the numbers on EWG, I have to take with a grain of salt, they don't tell me the whole story. I need to do some deeper research. So if any of you are looking at it and you, you want some feedback, just email me and I'll give you some of the information that I have come up with when I've run into ingredients that I say, hmm, and then I end up saying, that's okay. Let's talk about fragrance, Monate products, have sense. <laughs> and to be honest, I have been used to so many years of using products that were either little to none scented that this took some getting used to because they are more heavily scented than what I've used in the past. I have gotten used to it. And in addition, I'm thankful that the products that I've ended up using that work for me have scents I actually like. So I just want all of you to be aware if you're shopping Monate, um, and, and or start using it, that that is an issue that you might wanna consider. Now, in terms of the actual fragrance as an ingredient issue, Monet 
uses both natural and synthetic fragrances. And this is one of those biggies that people get upset about is you're on EWG's website and you put in all the ingredients and anytime fragrance is listed, EWG is automatically gonna give it a high number and high is worse. Well, there's a reason to you know, take this in particular with a grain of salt. Number one is that a lot of companies use fragrance as a just blanket term to cover like 3,000 plus ingredients. And a lot of them are using fragrances that are petroleum-based. Well, Monate doesn't use petroleum-based anything, and they're not trying to cover up anything or, and, or hide anything under the term fragrance. So if you see a higher number, please know that that number doesn't always tell the whole story. First, because the toxicity level that EWG says it has depends on usage and strength, among other things. So if an ingredient is used at a low concentration or is not used in the way that is dangerous, then that ingredient is not necessarily toxic. And then the number doesn't apply. And second, synthetic fragrances by default get a high number on EWG's Skin Deep database. And just so you know, there's many natural things that get a high number too, like essential oils get a high number on EWG's database. So this in itself doesn't necessarily mean there's something untoward going on. I researched the fragrance issue for Monate's products and I found that they clinically test their fragrances to ensure they're safe and that they don't promote irritation or allergy response. They also adhere to globally recognized standards for fragrance safety. And finally, Monate does not use petroleum-based fragrances like so many other companies do. So I personally am satisfied that the fragrance in Monate's products are safe. So if you are interested in trying Monate's products, I want to give you a little bit of a guide here on how to shop for them because to be honest, the very first time I shopped, I found it very confusing. And um, the lady that I purchased through really made it a lot easier for me. So I hope that I can do that for you. And by the way, I also want you to know that Monate's products are very concentrated. So a lot of people use like half as much as they were used to. I myself am using between like 50 and 75% less of the other products I used to use. What, so in particular, it would be Shea Moisture. You're, you're making an investment, but you're using less so it lasts longer. So it actually turns out to be pretty economical. And if you use some of the tips I'm about to show you, you can bring your price down even more. Most people typically order a shampoo and a conditioner and a styling product. It is helpful to aim for $84 on your first order and to sign up for the VIP program because you're gonna get 15% off your product as a minimum, but if your order goes higher, you could actually get more savings. And you're gonna get free shipping and a free product. The free product varies month to month, but it's usually worth about $25. Okay, but in detail, there are actually three ways to shop. One of them is the obvious. It's just as a retail customer. There's no discounts and there's no free shipping. The second way is the VIP way that I was just mentioning to you, and this is actually the way that I started ordering with Monate. I think it's a fantastic deal. There is a one-time fee to join this program of $19.99, and that's for a lifetime. It's not billed yearly. It's just basically you join it and you get the benefits for your life. And the benefits are you get 15% off as a minimum, but if your order total increases, you can actually add another 15 or 20 or 25% off. You get free shipping. You get a free gift with each order and you get a coupon on your birthday. Oh, and you also get access to flash sales, which the retail customer does not. You do make a commitment when you join the VIP program to you know, do that first order, but then do two more orders that are called flex. 
And these are simply orders that are scheduled out and you can push them out as far as you want, but you are committing to doing two more orders at some time. So like I said, when I first tried Monate products, I signed up as a VIP so I could get that 15% off and free shipping and I think it's a fabulous deal. There's one more way to shop Monate and that is as a market partner. And as a market partner, you're kind of you know, sharing with others and referring others, and it can be a business opportunity. And that's actually what I've done now because two reasons. One is I can get 30% off on our purchases, plus also I signed up so that I could help all of you um, if you needed help choosing Monate products or just kind of knowing where to go. So bottom line, I do recommend anyone who wants to try Monate to at least do the VIP level because then you get the 15% off and free shipping, and you also get a free product in each order as well as that birthday coupon once a year. Oh, and the flash sales. I think that ordering can be confusing. So at this episode, Ask40.tv, episode 116, I've included a video where I'm on the website and I show you exactly how to order as a VIP. So make sure to do that. And I would suggest doing it on a computer, not a phone, and just look at my video and you'll see step-by-step exactly how to place your first order as a VIP. One more thing to tell you about in this update is what about silver hair? Well, in the past year and a half that I've been doing this curly girl method and finding the right products and all of that, I've gotten so much more silver. I call it silver now, but I used to call it gray. I've gotten so much more silver in my hair. And where I used to be dismayed by that and I thought for sure I was gonna look into different coloring options, um, I've completely changed my mind. And part of that is due to just the expense and the upkeep that I don't wanna spend the money or the time on that. Another reason is I read the book, The Silver Hair Handbook, and it's by Lorraine Massey, the author of The Curly Girl Method. And she just really convinced me that the time and expense aren't worth it and she also convinced me that silver hair can be beautiful and I think I knew that but now I just really fell in love with all the examples in the book and the beautiful women that are embracing their curls if they have curls but also their silver. I think that your silver hair when you take care of your hair and when you have you know just the general health and vigor of having a full and wonderful life, that your silver hair can be a signal of the age and the wisdom and the experience. And I'm not afraid of that. And I also know that I feel better now than I have at any other time in my life. And so I'm just very, very happy to embrace the silver. I also know that if I'm using good products, my silver is not going to turn brassy. And even though I have in the back of my mind that I might need to use like a purple shampoo at some point, right now I kind of have the feeling that if I take good care of my hair and I don't let build up from hard water or anything like that on my hair that it's possible that my silver actually won't go brassy. I'll keep you updated on that, but to this point, it hasn't gone brassy, and I love it. Thanks so much for joining me, and if you have curly hair, I'd love to hear your tips and suggestions at askgordy.tv. Look for episode 116. I'll see you all again, same time, same place, next week. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. 
If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.